who just have a chance once again to get to 500 on the season as they take on Western Kentucky on Saturday. We have everything you need from all the info for Saturday's game, matchups, and storylines to watch on today's episode. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Hoosiers? It is Jacob Rude once more bringing you Locked On Hoosiers, your daily source for IU athletic news. Thank you for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen of the day today. And just a reminder, we are free and available wherever you guys stream your favorite podcasts as well as on YouTube at Locked On Hoosiers. There's simply no better place to get all the news for the Big Ten than with Nate Dickinson in the Locked On Big Ten podcast. We're close to the real start of the Big Ten season and those guys will keep you up to date on everything going on around the conference. The Hoosiers, in their final game before Big Ten play, will take on Western Kentucky on Saturday. Should be an interesting game. We have all the info from how to watch, where to watch, the spread, everything you need to know, storylines, matchups. We're going to jump into all of it today. Might be a little bit of a shorter show to get you out here quickly on your Friday Before we do that, again, I want to remind you guys that we are available wherever you stream podcasts. Please subscribe. Please leave a rating and review. I'm actually going to start reading out some of the five-star ratings. So if you want to hear your rating or your review, I should say, read uh, on the podcast, if you have a question that you want me to answer, leave it in the review, and I will check I check those basically daily so I will read that out and we can talk about that on the podcast. I also wanted to read these out because one of these is a terrific name plays with squirrels. Uh said a Hoosiers podcast I can always rely on. Thank you Jacob. We'll be listening every day. So glad college football is here. Uh thank you <laughs> Mr. Squirrels, I will call you. Uh but thank you for that. I'm sure uh he wrote that on September 3rd. Not sure how excited he is about college football being here anymore. And then Superman4344 wrote, Elite Level Pod, all IU fans should subscribe. I agree. I am a little bit more biased, though. But thank you to you guys for leaving those reviews. Like I said, we will be reading them out. So if you guys want to hear your review read on air, leave it on the Apple uh, Podcasts app, and I will get to it as soon as I see it. We're going to jump in today with the all the info you could need about this Western Kentucky game. We previewed the Hilltoppers. I can't say that enough. That's a great name, great nickname. Previewed the Hilltoppers in Thursday's episode. If you guys want a little bit more info about them. But it's IU at Western Kentucky and Bowling Green on Saturday at the, and I this is the longest stadium name I've seen this season. Uh, Houchins Industry LT Smith Stadium. Not sure if I pronounced that right, but boy, oh boy, is that quite a, a mouthful. Eight o'clock Eastern on ES, or excuse me, not on ESPN, CBS Sports Network. Good luck finding that. I'm going to be trying to go to a bar in Los Angeles with Jared, who has been on the podcast a couple times. We're hoping CBS Sports Network is on one of the TVs in the bar. We can at least convince them to change it. IU is 3-0 all-time against Western Kentucky. 
The most recent meeting was 2015, a 38-35 win, and that was peak chaos team days. That was an IU team that trailed at halftime 28-17 and then scored three touchdowns in the third quarter to take a 38-28 lead. Uh, Western Kentucky scored midway through the fourth, but the Hoosiers hung on barely for a 38-35 win. They've only made it one trip to Bowling Green. They won 38-21 in 2010. Only other meeting came in 2008. They won 31-13. Always high-scoring affairs between these two. We talked a little more in depth yesterday about where these two teams rank in SP+. IU is 51st. Western Kentucky is 87th. Uh, the SP plus prediction is for Indiana to win 29-21 with a 68% win probability. Now, compare that directly to the lines. Has the spread about right? Spread is Indiana minus 9. The over-under is 62.5, which means SP plus is predicting a pretty hard under. Uh, I don't know if Vegas has seen kind of the gaudy numbers that Western Kentucky put up. And we talked about how some of those might not necessarily be inflated, but where those come from and whether they think this offense is capable of doing that against IU or if they just have a lot of faith in IU's offense <laughs> being able to go toe-to-toe with that. Uh, but right now IU is minus 355 on the money line. Western Kentucky is plus 285 for the upset. Unfortunately, IU and Western Kentucky are not on prize picks this week. I looked at every prediction, at least on, I record, I'm recording this Thursday night. As of Thursday night, they were not on there. You guys can keep checking. If you want to sign up with prize picks, we finally have the promo code locked on pretty simple, pretty predictable. But if you guys sign up for that and there's some other games you see this weekend, maybe some NFL football, you want to, uh, do some over-under props on, then just use promo code locked on when you sign up and get familiar with it because I would imagine the Hoosiers will be on there next week in a big game against Penn State. Again, thank you for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day. We're going to talk about the key matchups and key storylines to watch, but I want to make sure your second listen today Head on over to the Locked On Colts podcast with Evan Sidery, where he talks about the upcoming game between the Colts and Titans as the Colts look for their first win of the season, back-to-back losses to open the year. We're going to talk about some of the big matchups to watch on Saturday night uh, here in just one moment. Need to tell you about Built Bar, though. Good friends over there. Again, I've said it a couple times this week, did not realize how uh, controversial an opinion it was that I liked the cookies and cream bar. I mentioned it in passing in our uh, locked on like channel Twitter DM, and I got immediate pushback on that to say the least. Uh, but there's all kinds of flavors if, if uh, cookies and cream isn't for you. You have coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint, brownie, whatever you can think of, they have you covered. You can try them all with one of their mixed boxes as well. But they're not only they're not only tasty, they're healthy. Say that 10 times fast. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. You got amazing, amazing flavors that are tasty and healthy. 
No reason not to order today. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. We talked specifics about Western Kentucky on Saturday. If we're looking at some of the matchups to watch that kind of builds off that naturally, the first one for me is Bailey Zapp, Western Kentucky quarterback against this Indiana secondary. He uh, is one of the most prolific quarterbacks right now, statistically, in the nation, if we're being honest. This uh, passing game ranks number one in the nation based on yardage, uh, some factors go into that they played ut martin they played army army not as much especially because they didn't uh, western kentucky didn't have the ball as much but this is still a really good passing offense and that's going to be the main 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 focus for this indiana secondary it's not a rushing offense for western kentucky that's had any sort of success this season uh so i imagine that they are going to be first second and third priority passing the ball it's going to put this Hoosier secondary under the test, but we spoke before the season start or started with Mike Miller about how good the secondary was and how we thought it might be the strongest part of this defense. So big early test for them on Saturday. Maybe their biggest test of the year. Uh, Desmond Ritter was really, really good, but he's just kind of an all-around threat when it comes to just simply throwing the ball and coverage. It's going to be an interesting test. Uh, that the Hoosiers have not had this season. We'll see how they handle that. Uh, the other one, other big one for me when looking at kind of units is I use offensive line versus really the Western Kentucky defense. You can say the defensive line, but it's going to be the defense as a whole. This is a Western Kentucky team that gives up rushing yards in bunches. They allow over five yards per carry. Uh, this is a Hoosier offensive line that certainly has not been good, though they've been better as a run-blocking unit than a pass-blocking unit. Uh, so there is some optimism. Maybe it's a big day for Stephen Carr on the ground coming up, uh, but this IU offensive line, they're running out of excuses. Granted, they played two top-10 defenses so far, but they didn't look great against Idaho. They really need to start um, building some momentum, which is a word we're going to take a look at in our third segment, but build some momentum and get some things going this week because this is a great chance for them to be able to do that. And if they do that, maybe it gets some positive momentum going into a big Penn State game next week. And hopefully they avoid this as a trap game in that regard. The last matchup is going to be Ty Freifogel versus Western Kentucky secondary. We talk, we've talked about Ty Freifogel a bit, maybe not enough considering how frustrating and disappointing he's been, uh, but he's really has to start stepping up to the plate. I would say he needs to atone for last week. That kind of atonement isn't going to come against Western Kentucky. Honestly, it's going to come against a Penn State, against an Ohio State, maybe a Michigan a Purdue, a rivalry game, a bowl game, somewhere along the line, he'll have to make up for that. And I have faith that he will because he's a talented receiver. But boy, was that a frustrating and disappointing performance last week. Uh, it wasn't a matter of Penix. Some of the balls Penix threw to him were overthrown, underthrown. 
he was also hitting him directly in the hands multiple times and Freifogel was dropping them and that's not something he's ever done before. So it's, it's kind of starting to get to prove it time. If he struggles again this week, there's going to have to be serious conversations. Maybe next week we have a whole conversation about Ty Freifogel. I hope not. It would be, it's not fun to have those conversations, but this is an all big 10 wide receiver that has struggled mightily so far to start this year. So I'm hoping he can get himself on track. I'm hoping that he can have one of those big games, make some of those big contested catches, make some of those highlight plays. Uh, you saw the chemistry him and Michael Penix had in their in his one touchdown this season, that kind of back shoulder throw that uh, Freifogel read perfectly, stopped on a dime, scoops it off the turf so it doesn't bounce, and touchdown. These two have great chemistry, uh, perhaps, not perhaps, certainly more than anyone else uh, Penix has on this team. You would, again, expect at some point that would show itself in big plays. Uh, Part of it's on Penix, and we talked a lot about him this week. He has to make the throws, but he was making the throws against Cincinnati, and Freifogel was not helping him. And that's just kind of a general idea we've said a couple times. When you have a quarterback that is struggling, you need wide receivers that can kind of bail him out, make some tough catches, and right now they're doing quite literally the exact opposite. They're dropping catchable balls, and it's just compounding. It makes Penix's stat line look worse, which uh, fuels some of the arguments for some of those wild bench him narratives. We spoke at length on Tuesday's episode of why you can't and shouldn't bench him. Freifogel can really help out his quarterback here by uh, starting to perform at the level he did last season. That's going to be a big thing, I think, for me to watch, especially, again, as they head into a Penn State game that it's going to be prime time, on the road, big game, everything you could want. It's going to be a lot about building positive momentum this week, uh, which, again, is a word we're going to talk about here in just a minute when I take a look at three storylines, kind of things that I'm watching in, in a more general sense other than matchups as the Hoosiers head into this Western Kentucky game on Saturday. We spoke about Bet Online's uh, spread earlier in the day, earlier in the episode, I should say. I used them this week to take the Hoosiers at minus eight. The line moved up to nine and a half at one point, has settled at nine. You guys should be using them too. Lines typically come out on Sunday evening. That to me is the best time to make a bet because uh, they are typically one side or the other favoring and they will eventually kind of settle in a different way. I saw that minus eight. I was really surprised that it was that low. I'm honestly surprised it's still as low as minus nine. Maybe I'm a little more optimistic about this, what this Hoosier team can be. We'll see. But as always, BetOnline has you guys covered when you make those bets on Sunday nights, maybe, if you're like me, taking a look when the lines drop. With a new updated site and interface, uh, even more odds, props, and contests. Bet online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up now and receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. Whether it's football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers 
for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. If I'm looking at three kind of storylines, three things to watch maybe is a better way to, to say it or to phrase it. For me, number one is can Michael Penix get right? We, we've seen as much as he struggled, he's shown more and more signs of being the 2020 version of Michael Penix. And that's encouraging in one sense, but right now it's been really high highs, really low lows. You want that to be in the middle or obviously favored more to the high side, but uh, you want that at least favored in the middle where he's not throwing interceptions across his body or in the red zone, things like that. So can Penix get right? It's going to be an interesting game because we just spoke about how bad the Western Kentucky run defense is. I would expect a heavy dose of running for the Hoosiers, which would mean that Penix doesn't get to throw as much. So it's going to be an interesting balance for offensive coordinator Nick Sheridan to help his quarterback continue to shake off that rustiness while also trying to win a game that they really need to win. At the end of the day, you're trying to get to six wins first. This is a big chance for the Hoosiers to do that on Saturday. But to me, if the Hoosiers are going to do anything in the Big Ten season, it has to be on the hands or on the back of Michael Pennick. So he needs to get right. He needs to continue shaking off that rustiness, and he needs to have a, a strong game uh, to really set aside any of this talk about benching him, whether Jack Tuttle should be in the game, things like that. So that's the biggest thing I'm going to be watching can Michael Penix get right, start to look entirely like his 2020 self on Saturday? Can the Hoosiers bounce back is another one. That was a gut punch of a loss against Cincinnati. We've seen, we saw after week one, Hoosiers came in against Idaho, thoroughly dismantled them, and weren't looking ahead to Cincinnati. Now, can they do that again? Because this is a bit of a trap game. Like I said, you come off a gut punch loss to a top 10 team. You have a non-Power 5 team you're going to on the road. And then you have this Penn State game on primetime again coming up. If there's ever a trap game on paper, this is it. So can the Hoosiers avoid that as a trap game and come away with a victory to move back to 500, get some of that positive momentum building, because that's the last storyline I will be watching. Build some real momentum heading into this Penn State game. When you look at that Idaho game, the way it played out was really odd, not sustainable, I should say. You're never going to have a situation again in a, in a Big Ten game, in a big game, where you have a pump block return for a touchdown, a punt return for a touchdown, just those wild special teams plays. While it was great in the moment, it was fun that night, it was fun in looking back at the game, it didn't really help the Hoosiers a whole lot in the long term. That was a game you would have hoped Michael Penix could have got into any sort of rhythm, and he was dealing with such short fields most of the time that that wasn't really the case. The offensive line never really got in a rhythm. The defense, I don't think it really impacted them. This is just a great defense regardless. But... It wasn't a game where the Hoosiers were really able to build momentum. Like it was a fun game, but it wasn't a sustainable game. This is a chance to be a little bit more sustainable. And I'm not saying I wouldn't take two special teams touchdowns by all means, but it's another chance where hopefully you can get Penix right. Hopefully you can get this offensive line in a rhythm. 
hopefully this is a little more kind of a traditional game where they shake off that rustiness and they really start to look like themselves from last season. DJ Matthews has really stepped up. He seems to be stepping into that WAP failure role. Uh, Peyton Hendershot is better so far than he was last season. Uh, and But Ty Freifogel has struggled. So if you get Freifogel back on track, you get that offensive line back on track, and you get Penix looking more like himself, I would feel a lot more optimistic heading into that Penn State game. I'm not going to feel too crazy optimistic about it in general, but uh, right now it's a frustrating time for the Hoosiers. So they can get a lot of that goodwill, a lot of that momentum back on Saturday with a big win. Be a little bit of a statement too. I know it's Western Kentucky, but it is a road game. This is a game that Vegas is predicting to be close. Vegas typically knows SP Plus is predicting it to be close, and they've been right more often than not so far this season, uh, especially with the Hoosiers. So um, ultimately, if they're able to come out, have a big win, have a blowout win, it's a bit of a statement. And they did that for half the game against Cincinnati and completely came unglued in the second half. They can put together a full game, make a statement on Saturday. I think it would calm a lot of things down as much as you can for the Hoosiers before they head into Happy Valley against Penn State. The amount I've talked about Penn State is probably not great, considering I'm saying avoid the trap game. I'm already looking ahead to that game a bit. Hopefully, I myself and the team do not uh, share those same types of ideas and that they are focusing on Western Kentucky. Again, guys, thanks for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen of the day. We'll be back on Monday to break down this IU-Western Kentucky game, uh, but make sure your second listen of the day is the Locked on Big Ten podcast, as we mentioned at the top, especially with the Big Ten season right around the corner, the real Big Ten season outside of those week one openers right around the corner. Appreciate the support, the feedback. I want this to be a conversation, as I said, with reading those reviews now. I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear questions. I want to know what you guys are thinking about this season. We'll be back next week. The beginning of the week might be a little little odd. I'm traveling back home on Monday night, so Tuesday show might be late. That'll be all the traveling for me, though. We'll be back to normal next week and for the foreseeable future. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers, on Instagram at Locked on Hoosiers, on YouTube at Locked on Hoosiers. Leave a rating and review on the podcast as well. While you're there, listen to the Locked on Bets podcast with your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. Let's go Hoosiers. Have a great Friday. Have a great weekend, everybody, and Elio.